Hello and welcome to Crime Time FM. I'm Paul Burke and I review books. Some of you may know I already put out a review show for June and that there'll be one following very shortly in July, which is already in preparation, so it's all underway. But sometimes you get books that you plan on reviewing for magazines or for online publications and you just unfortunately can't get round to it. That's the case here. These are books that I didn't get the chance to write about, but I actually think after reading them, they really deserve an audience and I should say something about them. It's just a handful of books, mostly published recently, but one or two maybe going back into last year. These are all books that struck me as really, really good reads. So here we go with just a few brief words on each title. Something will give you a flavour of the books. And who knows, maybe even an idea for your next read. So I want to start with a book called The Dark Flood by Dion Meyer, translated from the Afrikaans by K.L. Seegers. It's a bit odd, really, because I think I feel like a poor disciple of crime fiction for not having read any Meyer before The Dark Flood, but this is my first trip into his novels. This is a powerful and thoughtful and gripping crime novel, distinctly South African, but a rival for the best of police procedural crime fiction being written anywhere. The characters are fascinating and the setting so alive with local colour, and the writing is compelling. There's a genuinely explosive start, an epic security van robbery, but the novel then gets into its themes and its story, and we find out that Benny and Vaughan, the detectives, are demoted from their elite police unit after a confrontation with security services. Unfortunately for them, their new posting is Volvoville, a backwater town in Stellenbosch wine country but then we soon discover there's plenty going on here. There's first of all a missing student. There's corporate greed and dirty land deals going on. Part of the story is seen from the perspective of a female estate agent. So corruption, misogyny and male violence are all part of the story. I would honestly say this is one of those novels that's just simply unputdownable. A fantastic read. If you haven't been tempted by a South African novel before, this might be a very good place to start. Published by Hodner and Stoughton in hardback. And just so you know, all the novels here are already published and available. My next choice is very different, but still a novel in translation. This is Lemon by Kwon Yo Sun, and that's translated by Janet Hong, and it comes from Korea. This is a very literary crime novel that focuses on the victims of crime rather than the perpetrators or the actual events. It's a very haunting novel. Reminds me in its themes of novels like Hurricane Season by Fernanda Melchior or Ivy Pachoda's Those Women. Lemon is about the disappearance and murder of a young girl. Years later, her sister is looking back on events and how they affect the family, the pain of loss and the not knowing of what actually happened. And she also examines the police investigation and we get to see the motives and the testimony at the time and how things have changed over time in relation to the crime and the disappearance of the young girl. This is a meditation on a life cut short and what it means for those left behind. It's devastating, compassionate and relevant and will leave a void in your heart. This is mature, intelligent crime writing that gives the genre a really good name. Published by Head of Zeus in the UK and other press in the United States. The next one is a strange one for me because it's a supernatural thriller and I don't usually go that route. I Am The Tiger by John Arvid Lindqvist, translated from the Swedish by Marlene Delagy. And I apologise now for any mispronunciations of names with any of the books. 
The premise of this one is absolutely fascinating, and the writing totally gripping. It's 2016, and Stockholm is hit with this plague of murder-suicides in its underworld. There are rumours about a new player, known only as X. But how is he manipulating events? Tommy T is a journalist on the slide, and he gets to investigate. There are themes around loss and grief, of abuse, and othering in society. But it's also a very interesting coming-of-age story about finding your place in society. Published by River Run. Again in translation, there's obviously a theme here. Night Hunters by Oliver Bottini. Uh, translated from German by Jamie Bullock. I love the Louise Bonney series. They're set in the Black Forest. They're slightly surreal. Comic in nature. But also exquisitely dark. A boy contemplates killing his father. A young woman is brutally assaulted in a remote barn. A student goes missing. And it falls to unique Louise Bonney to find the connections. It's fresh and intriguing. It's written with real style and flair. Published by Quercus Maclose. And that takes us to a Scottish novel. Rizzio by Denise Mina. This is a very slim volume. It's, it's part of a series of novels which are going to cover historical events in Scotland. This is about the tawdry, brutal murder of David Rizzio in 1566 at Holyrood Castle. The courtier was ripped from the skirts of his mistress, Mary Queen of Scots, and slaughtered, Julius Caesar fashion, in a back stairwell. This is about the murder and its implications. It's about misogyny and religion and the power play, and the motives of her husband, Lord Darnley, and the Scottish nobles. The events of that day, of course, are an important prelude to key moments not only in Scottish history, but in British history. Usurping the Queen's power, Darnley will soon die, Mary will be raped and imprisoned, and be replaced on the throne by her son, before falling into the hands of Elizabeth of England. Mina sees this cowardly murder for what it is. She weaves her story with the real history in a convincing version of the past, which still has ramifications for us today, of course. Whether it's a true story or not, of course it is fiction, but it's brief, intelligent, thought-provoking, and thoroughly engaging. Published by Polygon. A very brief note on the stoning by Pete Papathanasu from Australia. This is a thriller about the brutal murder of a schoolteacher in the outback that deals in themes of racism. Even in the world of outback noir, this is a dark and utterly gripping story. Published by Quercus Maclose. My penultimate selection is The Commandments by Oscar Goodmanson, translated by Quentin Bates from Icelandic. This is a very dark Icelandic novel, and it's about a tough subject, child abuse. It's weighty, for sure, but Goodmanson has a distinct storytelling style, and it's really a gripping read. Published by Coralus. And finally, a sad farewell to one of my favourite investigators, Chastity Riley, the Hamburg prosecutor. River Clyde, which is mostly set in Glasgow, by Simona Bushels, translated by Rachel Ward. From the first paragraph of The Blue Knight, the first of her novels published in English, I fell in love with Bushels' writing and with her characters. I believe this series will be among the classics of European crime literature in the future. River Clyde is a fitting end to a brilliant series. When it comes to the writing, less is more. The storyline is slim, but Bushel's exquisitely challenging prose invites the reader to see what's between the lines. This is a chapter in the biography of a woman. It's an appeal for a better world. It's thoroughly entertaining. But more than anything, it's involving. And I dare you not to step into the lives of Chastity and her friends and not feel connected to them. I'll leave you with this. You're no from Glasgow, are ye? 
No, I'm from Hamburg, kind of just round the corner, only on the other side of the North Sea. If you read Riverclyde, that will make perfect sense. Goodbye, Chastity. Published by Arenda Books and again available now. So that's it. I feel better about having got to a few of the books that I missed uh, over the last few months when it comes to reviewing. I'll be back with another review show very shortly. But for now, bye and thank you very much for listening.